The thing is that too many travel pods speak to people in studios or down tin cans. We aim to change that. Welcome to Travelcaster, the travel pod that takes you there. So far, our Eurail adventure has covered over 2,000 kilometres and there are 2,000 more to go. We've covered four countries and today we leave Villach in Austria to head for Stuttgart in Germany. Now two days are probably enough to see what Villac itself has to offer, but I think uh, to do this area justice you'd have to spend a few more days exploring the lakes and the hills around. You'd need to get active to really appreciate what it's about. Sadly on this trip we've not had the chance to do that, mainly because of the pouring rain. There was another thunderstorm last night, uh, but I did find a lovely hidden bar that did some Portuguese tapas and a bit of live music too. So today, Villac to Stuttgart. This journey is gonna take me around about seven hours, which is a fairly long one, but it is 550 kilometers uh, between the two cities. Now, the good news is there's only one train to get today, so no connections to catch or miss, and hopefully a little bit of time to relax on board. Hopping on and off trains using the URL pass is one of the joys of this system and today's journey didn't require a reservation. That said, it's a long journey from Villach to Stuttgart. I decided to reserve a seat. However, when I got on the train, none of the seats were labelled as being reserved. They were all free, which caused a little bit of confusion. I sat down in the seat that I was assigned to, only to be joined by a bloke who decided to watch the Bundesliga match, the highlights from the Bundesliga, on his mobile phone without headphones. What is it with people and speakerphones these days? It's madness. Nevertheless, because none of the seats were reserved, I was able to move down the carriage into another carriage, and this one, instead of having open seats, has got compartments and I found one all to myself, so this is a nice bit of luxury travel. That said, we are on a slightly older bit of rolling stock today. This is the Deutsche Bahn, a DB Euro Cities service, and I would say that these compartments date back probably to the 1980s, maybe a little bit before. I'm not sure when they were last refurbished, but they have that kind of mm, musty smell about them, you know, back in the day when you could still smoke on board trains. But it is comfortable, it is relaxing, it's got Wi-Fi, it's got a power socket, and it's only two coaches down to the restaurant car. If you're travelling through this part of Austria, you will be rewarded with some fantastic views. The Southern Tyrol offers you mountains, valleys and tunnels as well. The train snakes along and sometimes you can see the front of the engine from your seat as it goes around the mountain passes. You just have to pray for some decent weather and a window seat. Departure 16.32 from platform 5. 
Well, that was a bit of a lengthy journey, but we have arrived here in Stuttgart about 25 minutes late today, which is a bit unfortunate, but we don't have to make any other connections, and the hotel is just a five-minute walk from the main station. happy about something not quite sure what it is now at the time of recording this podcast there appears to be some major renovation going on at the front of Stuttgart station this means when you get off the train you're going to be diverted around a rather annoying tunnel that snakes around the front of the station it's going to add about 10 minutes to whatever walk or connection you're trying to make slightly annoying Now, time for another Travelcaster tip. When you're in a big city, you're likely to be using public transport to get around. Stuttgart, for instance, has a network of buses, S-Bahn and U-Bahn trains. It's worth looking for the main transport operator and downloading their app to your phone. That way, you can buy one ticket for the whole day for one price and always have it to hand. It can be cheaper than buying a tourist card, which will only really be useful if, for example, you're planning to cram in a bunch of museums. As ever, you'll find more tips at travelcaster.blog. Now, once you arrive in Stuttgart, the first thing you'll notice is that it's a big place. Situated in the southwest of Germany, it's home to over 600,000 people. Now, like many large rail terminals in Europe, it's not always the most welcoming of places to begin with. You can expect to see a fair share of rough sleepers or drunks hanging around. My tip is always to walk with a sense of purpose. And if you do get approached by someone, simply ignore them. So get your bearings from the main station by strolling down Konigstrasse, King Street, reportedly Germany's longest shopping street. And after about 15 minutes, you will marvel as you reach the Schlossplatz, a huge open square with fountains that light up at night, and the new Schloss, a former royal residence, which is now government offices. Sadly, you can't go in for most of the time, but it does make for a great photo. And all around here, there are plenty of places to eat, drink and watch the world go by. Literally a place to get sloshed. Now at Travelcaster, we normally like to stay away from the tourist spot, but sometimes the tourist thing just has to be done. And on the Schlossplatz in Stuttgart, you will find Karl's Brauhaus. It's a typical German beer hall serving hearty food. Yes, it's a little bit touristy. Yes, it's a little bit pricey, but sometimes it's the best thing ever. Now, if you come into a Brauhaus, Be aware there is an etiquette. Tables are laid out to seat six to eight people. So if you're dining alone or in a smaller group, expect to share with some neighbours. In fact, these kinds of brow houses can be found all over Germany and Austria. They're a great experience, really. Traditional beers of all kinds are served in small, medium or very large steins. It's a kind of communal dining experience like no other. This is Travelcaster, the travel pod that takes you there. And today we're in Germany, in Stuttgart, in the southwest of the country. 
It's famed for its car production. Mercedes-Benz are based here, and you'll also find a few Porsches. Each has its own museum, and there are plenty of other places to explore as well. Now, as a large industrial city, don't expect Stuttgart to be filled with fairy tale castles and gingerbread houses. This is not Bavaria, but on a sunny day, consider a walk north of the main station to Schlossgarden, a huge expanse of green space stretching for three and a half kilometers. It's a breath of fresh air from the otherwise functional city center, and it's free. And just in the top corner, Wilhelma, a zoo and botanical garden. This is great for families or just to explore by yourself. An individual ticket here will cost you 20 euro, but if the weather is kind, that could be a full day's entertainment. One tip I would give you though, bring your own food, a picnic, something like that, because the restaurant prices here will cost you nearly as much as the entry. You can walk from the main station to Wilhelma, though it will take you about an hour. Otherwise, just take the U14 Green Line train, which will take you here in about 20 minutes. Well, the zoo and its gardens was a quiet enough oasis in an otherwise busy city centre. But I've been told there's a festival not too far away happening at the moment, just over the other side of the river. It's going to take me a couple of tram stops to get there and about 20 minutes. So let's see what's going on. Well, when they said festival, they actually meant giant funfair, but this Volksfest in Kanstatter has quite a bit of history. It goes back to the 1800s when the king at the time declared that an agricultural festival complete with prizes and competitions should be held to assist the economy at the time because it had all been badly damaged by the Napoleonic Wars. Well, here we are, nearly 200, over 200 years later, and the festival is still going. By the way, those uh, bells you can hear are on the horses, which are carrying the drays of lovely beer for this festival. And I can count at least six beer halls along the site, so plenty of places to get a drink. This festival's held at the end of September, beginning of October every year, and has become a real tradition for Stuttgart. So if you're here at the right time and you fancy the Volksfest, it's going to take you about 25 minutes to get from the city centre by the U11 route, which will drop you right off at the site. Well, as I was at the fairground looking at the Ferris wheel, I thought that would be a good place to get a good view of the city. And then I turned around and I saw an even better place to get a view of the city, the Fungiturm the TV tower. Loads of cities have got these famous landmarks and many of them are open for a visit. So we've taken the number 15 U-train out of the city. It's climbed up quite high into the hills and on the way there were some spectacular views looking back down on Stuttgart. But now we're hopefully going to go and get the best view of all. 
Now, once you get off the U train, actually navigating to the tower can seem a bit daunting at first because despite it being an enormous landmark, you can't actually see it. What you need to do is cross the road from the train stop, go along around about 150 metres along the main road uh, that contains a car park and then turn right where the signs are. On a sunny day, though, you may see a couple of woodland paths to the right and if you take any of those, they'll bring you to the tower as well. On a day like today... It's a nice little walk. And 36 seconds later, we've come up right to the top of the tower. We're 150 metres above the ground, and the top of the hill where the tower is is 483 metres above sea level, so you get quite a view. And what you can see from this angle is just how green a lot of Stuttgart is. Lots of parklands, lots of trees, as well as the main city centre. It's a 360-degree view. You can stop off here for a coffee or a meal in the cafe for as long as you like. It's open every day from... 10 o'clock in the morning till 10 p.m. Now it's 2023 prices a trip up the tower is going to cost you 10 euro 50. I think it's well worth it for the view alone. 360 views right across Stuttgart. Some selfies that you'll treasure forever. Well, my time in Stuttgart is coming to an end, and it's a city that's thrown up plenty of surprises. It's a confident, vibrant place, and at first it may seem a bit daunting because of its size. However, tranquil gardens and trips to amazing views have made this journey memorable. To find out more about what we've been up to, how to get here, and what to do when you arrive, check out travelcaster.blog. And please subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you like. Join us again soon for more Travelcaster, the travel pod that takes you there.